Yo, today's QOD is don't take shortcuts. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got John Maxwell back on the show. And this is one of those talks where I highly recommend you watch the entire talk. I'll give you the information on the other side of this clip. But I recommend you watch the whole thing because he is discussing how he became such a masterful, we're talking a lot about mastery this week, how he became such a masterful communicator and connector. And if you've ever watched John speak, and you've definitely heard him before, you know he is a master. He's just, he's got a way of being, a way of speaking. He's got that phenomenal voice as well. But what I love about this clip is he knows he's gifted. Just like, you know, you know that he's gifted as well. You know that you have your own gifts. But he didn't just rest on his gift. He didn't just take shortcuts and say, you know what, I'm already good at this, so I don't have to really develop this at all. You know, like he says here, you know, you can be gifted and take shortcuts and be in the top 10%, or you can be gifted and focus and commit to your development and then be in the top 1%. And so never rest on your laurels. Keep moving forward and identify your strengths and get better at those. Leave your weaknesses alone, right? Like, why are you trying to become better at your weaknesses? Really focus in on what you're good at, what you're strong at, and what you're gifted at. John Maxwell's coming up. I did my homework. In other words, once I began to understand communication, connecting, I said, okay, I'm going to pay my price. I'm going to do everything I can to get to my level. Now, in your notes, if gifted... If you do nothing, you'll be in the top 50%. You with me? I mean, you remember the kids that never had to study in school? You follow me? They were just gifted. I mean, they're going to get A's. They're going to get A's. Okay. So if you're gifted, you don't even have to do anything. You'll be in. If you're gifted and you do something, you'll be in the top 10%. But if you're gifted and you do everything, you'll be in the top 1%. And this is the key. Finding your giftedness and then 100%. I had a wonderful mentor, Fred Smith, who died a couple years ago. In, I think he was 92, just a precious mentor of mine. And I remember him seeing me, talking to me, or, I don't know, in the early 1980s. And he said, John, you're very gifted. And then he looked at me right now. I said, look at me, John. Don't take shortcuts. You're very gifted. Don't take shortcuts. Because he said it happens all the time. He said the gifted always take shortcuts. Because they can, they can goof off, give 80%, and still win. And he said if you really want to get in that 1%, give it. So, so, so what I'm saying to you is this. In your strength zone, whether it's connecting, communicating, whatever it is, got to always do your homework. In the things that you do well, you got to do it with 100% of your effort. Now, in your weaknesses, take shortcuts. And the things that you don't do well, go find somebody else to help you, delegate, 
it, I understand this world very, very well because there are so many areas I'm not good at. And I, I learned very quickly, I have no, listen to me very carefully, you have no business doing something you're not good at because you're not good at it and you bore people while you do it and you're not effective and you're average, so stop it. You can't be successful at it. So why stay in it? But in the areas of your giftedness, in the areas of your strength, that's where you do your homework, that's where you pay your price, that's where you don't take shortcuts. Every message I've ever preached, I write it out. I file it. I record it. I've never taken shortcuts. Not in this area, because I know I'm good in this area. Now, a whole bunch of areas, I'm not going to do any work on it because I'm not any good in it, so why would I stay in it? But in the area of your strength, do your homework, prepare, pay the price, whatever it is, because that's what's going to give you the return. The three-step process for me in communication and material is very simple. I develop it, number one. And in developing my material, that takes a lot of time for creativity. It's very time-consuming. So the only way I can develop good material is to know what I want to produce and then do it over months. So I incubate continually material. I can't imagine anybody saying, I'm going to preach a sermon next week. Here's the subject. Now I think I'll go find material. Dear God, it can't be good. It's too, it's too fast. So how do you develop material? It's very simple. you got to incubate it. you got to understand that if you know where you're going, that's why... When I pastored, I, had all I always had three months out on all my sermons. In fact, I would put them back then. We had hymnals. Remember when we had hymnals? How ridiculous. Remember when we had hymnals? I would literally put the next three months of every sermon I was going with the scripture and everything on the hymnal so the people, when they come in with the hymnal, it'd be a wraparound deal so they'd know what I'm speaking on the next three months. And I did that because I knew that if I did that, that would keep driving me to continually work and develop material. And so you develop material by knowing, where, and you just keep throwing stuff in the pot as you develop it. And, and, and you, you know, you don't put it together until maybe two or three weeks before, but, but you've, got to, you've, got to, you've got to let it have some time. So development is where the creativity comes in. And here's what I know about creativity creativity can never be rushed there's no such thing as cramming and getting creative you can cram and be desperate but you can't cram and be creative so number one is develop it number two is deliberate it i think this is the part that's missed more than anything else after it is developed it has to have x amount of time to be marinated in my soul. I have to have, if I'm teaching a lesson, I have to have time to let it soak in to me. That's why I have to have the lesson done usually three to four weeks ahead of time because it can't marinate correctly if I don't have that kind of time with it. It just can't. I, I've never been able, and so what, here's what happens. When I, don't, when I don't deliberate a message, I shortchange the people because I don't take, here, here, here's, here's, here's the point, very simple. When you, when you get a thought, when I get a thought, the one thing I know about the thought you get or the thought I get in the beginning is it's never a mature, completed thought. It isn't. And if you think it is, you're fooling yourself. So how do you get a great thought? You get a great thought by having time to work it. How will I say it? How will I deliver it? What does that mean to me? How does that change me? How does that affect what I'm doing? How does that affect what people are going to do? And, and the longer you have with a thought, that's, that's why thinking time is so essential for a connector 
You just have to, I have to have it. I have to have more than most people, I think. But to, but to deliberate over it brings a maturity to it, just like to, to, there's a creativity that comes in the developing part. So the creative part is out there just snatching stuff and putting it into different categories and, and saying, I'm going to give this some time to see if it, what bubbles up. And then, the, 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 then you go into, you start deliberating, and you say, now this is for me. This is, this, I have to soak this in so that when I'm up, and here, here's the key. When you're connecting, it should soak out of you should just literally drip off of you if it's done right. Thirdly, is you deliver it. And I find that I can deliver it with great security and confidence if I've had time with the first two. The delivery part is just the easy part. That's, I mean, it's kind of like, okay, if, if I've done the other two well, the delivery is just what I'm going to do. Okay, number seven. The seventh thing that helped me with connecting, I love this one because this is so truthful. It's not gonna help you any, but it's just so truthful. I got lucky. And you, I know you're writing that down. You say, well, okay, well, how do I get lucky? And, and I'll define luck. Lucky equals preparation intersecting opportunity. That was John Maxwell. His website is maxwellleadership.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube. It's called John Maxwell's Are You Communicating or Connecting? All right, that is it for me. I will see you tomorrow with hip-hop legend KRS-One. You're going to enjoy tomorrow's talk. I will see you then. I'm out. Peace. Peace.